This is WTMJ Nights. And now, here's Denise Thomas. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I'm so excited to be back on WTMJ Nights. This is going to be a great show. I want to thank all of you for making the time to tune in and listen. It's always a pleasure to guest host. Now, this is just what I want to level set. Because I don't know about you, but I can't take any more bad news. I I am at capacity. I I am so tired and frustrated. And it may sound even selfish, but as the responsible journalist that I am, it is important to broadcast the facts. And even as a talk radio host, the feelings the editorials. And I know many of you are dedicated listeners to WTMJ Nights and you rely on this show and this program for information. My mission as a broadcasting journalist as well as a communication coach, consultant, advisor, counselor is to do four things and that is to inspire, influence, inform, and entertain. And tonight, until about 8 o'clock, I'm focusing on inspiring and entertaining. I do not want to broadcast or report any negative news. We, we've heard enough. And for the de- dedicated listeners, and even for those that are just tuning in for the first time, or occasionally, we have to protect our peace. We do not and cannot ignore the realities that are occurring in our world, in our country, in our state, in our city. However, we also have to take a check every now and again and remind ourselves that there is more good in this world, in this country, in this state, in this city than evil. And for that, for the next two hours, now I'm open to any questions, comments, Because it's important to also, as a talk radio host, to be inclusive, to be able to disagree, to be able to have open dialogue. Absolutely. However, tonight, fellow listeners, we're going to talk about light subjects. Because again, I am at the capacity of bad news. It is the reality, but again, sometimes we just got to take a break. Our old National Bank talk and text line this evening, well, I shouldn't say this evening, it never changes, is <laughs> 855-616-1620. Let me know what good news you have, what good news you'd like to share, things that are going on in your world, personal or professional, that are just bringing you joy. Also... I consider myself someone who's adventurous. What, what do you think? Tommy, are you adventurous? Our amazing producer for the evening. Are you an adventurous person? Do you like to take risks or do things that are non-conventional? I do. Uh, when, when the time comes, yeah. <laughs> when the time, I love it. Now, I, I would like to present this question as part of our good news segment tonight. What are some bold things that you've done in your lifetime that most people would say, eh, eh, I'm not doing that. I'll give you an example. I spent the holiday season, myself, 
along with my two adult children in South Africa, specifically Cape Town and Johannesburg. In Cape Town, we went paragliding. And for those that aren't familiar with paragliding, it's kind of a combination of parachute and I would say bungee jumping for lack of better words. And you basically, with, of course, a professional certified, I guess, paraglider, they're behind you and you are literally, if I had to guess, I would say I was easily between five and 8,000 feet in the air, easily, maybe even higher than that. And I was over the Atlantic Ocean and myself and my two children did it. And it was just so therapeutic for me. And I know a lot of people were like, nope, uh uh-uh, not doing that. But just to be one with nature and not have to hear anything, but just peace and the view, the view that I had. And I'm going to continue to try to do bold things because we only get one life. And... It also helps me navigate through challenges because anytime I feel like I'm going to quit or give up, I'll remind myself, hey, Denise, you paraglided over the Atlantic Ocean in South Africa. Or, hey, Denise, you visited the Western Wall in Jerusalem and had your first Shabbat dinner and experienced different cultures, different perspectives, different people. And it, it really does help me. And so I just wanted to share that because as we are constantly, whether we choose to or not, consuming a lot of negative, harsh news, which is the reality. I just want to remind each of us, including myself, that there is more good in this world than not. And it's very important that each of us every day ask ourselves, what do we need in order every day to experience life? It's This is why I love humans. This is exactly why I love human beings, good humans. In in the short amount of time that I introduced the good news segment tonight, I've already received much love on the old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620. Got to give a special, special shout out to Deb from Waldo, I believe. And she says, thank you for taking the time to try to keep things positive. I agree with you 100%. Totally maxed out on the negative. Thank you so much for that. Also, where's my buddy at? I just hit her up. Uh, Let's see. Bear with me. Basically, it's someone who is driving from Grafton and is listening and appreciates also having the good news tonight. So thank you very much for the, the Words of encouragement. Oh, Nellie. That's who it is. Hey, Nellie. Or Neil. But I beg your pardon because it is Nellie. I'm, <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. But uh, Nellie shares that she they are in traffic on Highway 43 North. You being on WTM tonight is a piece of good news to me. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. So Nellie was sharing that one adventurous thing that Nellie did was travel west around the world for a year. Man, that sounds incredible. With a backpack and a camera, right after I graduated from Stanford, worked and photographed my way all around the world. I love that. I love that, Nellie. Thank you so much for sharing and keep capturing those great moments because nowadays, if you don't document it, it didn't happen. Uh, Let's see, we got another uh, person that says, oh, also in traffic. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. 
Uh, Jeff says that my crazy challenge is that I jump rope like Richard Simmons on eight espressos. I did three 1,156 jump ropes on Monday, and I just hit 2,000 a day. Start at 5.30 p.m. Shout out to you, Jeff. That's incredible. Keep it up. How inspiring is that? Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, Caroline has sent a message, and she shares that she's gone uh, parasailing three times, twice in Mexico, once in Florida. One of those times, she was with her mother, and she was working from the beach and was up in the air by herself, and it was amazing. Wasn't that amazing? She says that she was horrified. Or no, her mother was horrified, though when she was hanging upside down and waving... (laughs) her arms. I was doing it on purpose and had wrapped my legs around the straps of the harness to the parachute. But oh my gosh, it was so much fun and was such an adrenaline rush. Hope to again someday, though don't think I'll hang upside down then. I love it. Thank you again so much, Caroline, for sharing. See, this is what I need. This is what we all need is some good news. We got to protect our peace. And again, not to, to put ourselves in a bubble and ignore the realities but think about the anxiety that you're managing when you're constantly consuming negative news um one of the topics that i want to talk about i thought this was this was actually funny (laughs) but it doesn't seem to be uh complimenting tom brady as he is now entering the retirement span of his life so As you may or may not know, and we'll talk more about this (laughs) when we come back from break, I'm I'm cracking up because you can already tell that Tom Brady is bored. He doesn't know what to say or do. He's he's talking about topics that you're thinking, really, Tom? So let me just lead up before we go to break. (laughs) If you did not hear or watch the infamous 2004 Super Bowl where Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake had a quote-unquote wardrobe malfunction that severely affected more so Janet's career than Justin. But we weren't, we're not going to get into that because we're keeping it positive. <laughs> so on an episode of Tom Brady's podcast, Let's Go, which broadcasted yesterday, I believe, the retired quarterback admitted that the football players are are usually too focused on the game to check out halftime shows, which makes sense because Super Bowl last Sunday had Rihanna, and I'm sure neither the Philadelphia Eagles or any of the players from the Kansas City Chiefs were like, ooh, 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 let me go see Rihanna. Forget the game. So I get it. I agree with Tom Brady on that. Now, for someone who has played in multiple Super Bowls, who is a, one of the greatest of all time in the NFL, decides that he's now going to comment on Super Bowl halftime show. When we come back, I'm going to share with you exactly what Tom Brady shared about Janet Jackson's Super Bowl wardrobe mishap back in 2004. This is WTMJ Nights. I'm Denise Thomas. We'll be back. Nights. What's going to be left of the world? Oh. Super Bowl halftime. I I am not surprised that Tom Brady, recently retired quarterback, has 
things to share. I'm sure he probably restrained himself from saying certain things as he was an active player. He has a podcast. <laughs> Y'all, I'm laughing because I love when, because my, my parents did the same thing. When they retired, they were just calling me randomly. I'm like, uh, mom, dad, I'm still working. How's the weather in Milwaukee? How you doing? What? You, you got a lot of time on your hands. I, I get it. So Tom Brady apparently now is an entertaining correspondent. Now, as you may or may not know, the Super Bowl was just last Sunday. Rihanna's halftime performance, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But right now, I want to focus on Tom Brady, who, from my perspective, I didn't really understand why he was commenting on this. But let me just give some background. So on an episode of Tom Brady's podcast, Let's Go, he obviously does not focus on halftime shows during his career. He didn't focus, I should say. And during the 2004 Super Bowl, where he was playing for the New England Patriots, <laughs> he had no idea about the wardrobe malfunction that happened between Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. So basically, Justin Timberlake ripped off a part of Janet Jackson's corset and exposed her breast during the halftime show. Okay, now he didn't find out about this or didn't hear about it until after the game was over. Everybody was asking him what was his thoughts. And of course, he's like, I, I was too busy trying to win a Super Bowl. So I didn't see anything. I was thinking about the game. Fast forward to 2023. He brings it up. And his quote was, and again, I quote, I think in the end, it was probably a good thing for the NFL because everyone got to talk about it and it was just more publicity and more publicity for halftime shows. This is what Tom Brady said. And then he goes on to say, and I quote, is any publicity bad publicity? That's what they say, so who knows, end quote. I don't know about y'all, but as someone who is in the public, I don't think that showing my breast would be a good publicity act. But again, I'm not in the entertainment industry. I am nowhere near the caliber of Janet Jackson nor Justin Timberlake. I love them dearly both. Tom Brady, his comment, it just it coming from him, I just didn't get it. I I I didn't get the whole is any publicity bad publicity? What are your thoughts? The Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Now that Tom Brady is retired and he has his own podcast and I'm sure he feels liberated in the sense of being able to talk about things that typically he would not discuss. Do, do you think it made sense? Do, do you think it made sense? Because another comment that Tom Brady shared on his podcast in relation to the wardrobe malfunction is... Clearly somebody had knowledge of it. Clearly it was something that was planned by someone. She probably got what she was looking for. Again, Tom Brady, his podcast, he's retired. Looks like he's going to have some interesting podcasts. I'm going to start tuning in. What about you, Tommy? Are you, are you a Tom Brady fan? Are you a podcast listener? Uh, I do listen to a fair amount of podcasts. I've not found my way to Tom Brady's podcast yet. Okay, because I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where that came from. I'm just not used to hearing quarterbacks talk about celebrities and how they perform during the halftime show. Anywho, speaking of Super Bowl, 
Denise, what did you think of Rihanna's performance? I'm so glad you asked. What did I think? Well, I felt disappointed. And let me tell you why. Because I'm a huge Rihanna fan. Okay? I want to make that clear. I've seen Rihanna perform many times. And when I tell y'all, she's uh, from Trinidad, so she's of West Indian culture. She knows how to dance. She knows how to perform. She knows how to engage with her audience. Now, I know most of you are already saying, Denise, give her a break. She's pregnant. I get that. I get that she's pregnant and she can't be moving all around the stage. And, And I was very impressed with the fact that she was elevated on the field. But it is Super Bowl halftime. This is what I think. And, and again, y'all tell me what you think. <laughs> I think that Rihanna was like, look, I'm a billionaire. I've got a billion, multi-billion dollar business, uh, a makeup, which is Savage Fenty. That's her brand. I'm over this music thing. I'm going to give y'all 15 minutes of my, what I consider best hits. And then I'm going to go back to being pregnant. Which, by the way, did y'all know that her son, so she and ASAP Rocky, who is a hip-hop artist, have a nine-month-old. And my thing is, she looked like she was entering her second trimester. I'm like, y'all didn't waste no time. I love the internet. One of the comments that I saw on the internet was that I see why they call him ASAP. But um bump get it? That was funny, wasn't it? Can I, can I get a drum on that? I know I didn't cue you up. Tommy, but I'm just, that was, no, thank you. There you go. All right. (laughs) But I'm trying to do the math. Now, look here. Let me, let me just share this fellow listeners. I've been pregnant twice. I've had two children and I don't know about the ladies out there that have been pregnant, but I'm not thinking about having another baby within, I would say for me, let me see my, my oldest is going to be 28 my youngest will be 25 what's that three years minus the 10 carry the one month yeah i'm not thinking about having a baby right after i'm having the baby wtmj night listeners what do you think what is so as a matter of fact if you have children that are less than 12 months apart i would love to hear from you how like what was the thought process did you just, when the doctor said, okay, y'all, now you got to wait. Because I last time I checked, and again, my youngest is 25, so I'm a little rusty, Tommy. But last time I checked, it was a six-month wait period. I mean, excuse me, six week. Six weeks wait before you start practicing again. There is no way that based on Rihanna's baby bump and the fact that they have a nine-month-old baby that they followed the doctor's instructions however when you're a billionaire does it really matter we'll talk more about that right now from the wtmj breaking news center here is adam roberts thank you denise and for what it's worth um my entire super bowl party was all over the place during the actual game and i'm about 30 so we kind of run that age range about late 20s early 30s soon as she came on the tv and that halftime show started all eyes on the tv it was the only time all night that everyone's attention was fixated on the TV. So It's Riri. I mean, yes. So she does have still that magical stay power. Oh, absolutely. So I do hear you, though. It was a little eh 
on a performance basis, but there's a lot of angles to approach that from as well. This is true. It's WTMJ Nights, your guest host, Denise Thomas, the effective communication coach, also known by my friends, which I consider all of you, our valued listeners as friends. Call me DT. The old National Bank Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance. I know many of us have been talking about it. I was underwhelmed. I was really looking forward to Rihanna bringing it. And thank you for the listener who clarified or corrected me, I should say. She, Brianna is not from Trinidad. She is a Barbadian native. She's from Barbados. So thank you so much for the correction because it, it is a difference because I'm telling you all right now, my mother's from Guyana. The way the Guyan, Guyanese, Barbadians, and Trinidad, it's, it's the same, but it's different. That's just like the difference between Milwaukee and Chicago. We're all Americans, but don't get it twisted. It is different. So thank you for that. Now, there was a text, and I just had to read this because I I so agree with this, and it basically says that Rihanna, although you know it was it was great to see Rihanna because we haven't seen her and we love her, using the Super Bowl as and I quote the whole reveal aspect made it about her, not about the Super Bowl. We should be breathless waiting to see what comes next to the set costumes, a surprise artist. And we were left to Google our phones to see if she's pregnant. Ooh, that is a powerful statement. I love that. That actually perfectly describes how I felt. And, you know, Rihanna, again, she obviously is doing things her way. She wants to do things her way. And she wanted to utilize this tremendous platform, like 100 million people watch the Super Bowl halftime performance, actually watch the game. But we all know that just as Adam had shared, some folks watch the Super Bowl for the halftime performance. And Riri, who we've not seen perform because she's very been very busy with her Savage Fenty uh, cosmetic line. And then she just uses it as a baby reveal. And, you know, I thought for a second she was maybe bloated or had some, some, some gas and she just needed to let it out not to be crashed, but I didn't know what was going on. And then, you know, she, it's confirmed because the internet went bananas. I, I hope that whoever selected to do the Super Bowl next year. Cause and I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. The year before, when Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, and and Kendrick Lamar performed, I wasn't impressed with Mary J. And I love me some Mary J. Blige. I was not impressed with her performance. It was like she was doing the same thing she always does. And this is Super Bowl, y'all. I tell you what, the old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Who do you want to see perform next year? Who do you want to see perform during the Super Bowl? Me? I'm going to withhold who I want to see because it would, <laughs> look at Tommy's face, it would stir up a lot of controversy. So I'm going to keep my artist to myself. Um, if you would like to know, you could probably go to my Instagram and just look at some of my posts 
but it's it's not the right time to share who I would like to see. But I am definitely interested in knowing who you would like to see perform at next year's Super Bowl. Now, in the meantime, before we go to break, when we come back, we did receive some text messages from some folks who have siblings that are either, uh, well, basically a year apart. Because what I want to know also is how is Rihanna pregnant and she got a nine-month-old baby? Riddle me that. How do you do that? Oh, I forgot. When you're a billionaire, you don't have to follow your doctor's instructions. Because I'm telling y'all right now, she looks like she's in her second trimester. That bump was not tiny. This is WTMJ Nights. Your guest host, DT, Denise Thomas, the effective communication coach. We're going to come back and talk more about having babies right after babies. Up next. What ASAP Rocky, that's exactly what he told Rihanna about five minutes after they, <laughs> after they had their first child. That's what he said. And she's like, ASAP, we just had a baby. He was like, let's get in. You know, I'm not mad. Be fruitful and multiply, but doggone it. Can I just, can I just get a break for a second? Now, what I, again, WTMJ Night listeners, I love y'all. Y'all are bringing me so much joy because I so need it this week. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. One of our listeners shared, (laughs) I love this. Actually, this is Chris from Nina. Chris says, my math says if she is in her second trimester, and let's just say five months. I love this. I love this, Chris. Chris says that means that her current pregnancy was conceived four months after the birth of her child. I appreciate that. Because I was thinking more like four minutes. For real. Like, baby's born. She gets discharged. She probably didn't even... Like, what hospital do you go to when you're a billionaire? Do you have, like, a midwife? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am not a billionaire. And I'm just trying to figure out how that happens. Now, what was interesting earlier, we received a text message on the talk... Excuse me, the old National Bank talking text line, which said that a lady... She says that she's 62, or I should say they, they are 62, and they said they have three brothers. Are you ready for this, y'all? Put, put the Marvin Gaye back on real quick, Tommy, because we got to have some, some background music for this. This person just texted that they are 62 years old, and they have three brothers, and these are the brothers' ages. Y'all ready for this? Let's get it on. 63. <laughs> 64. And yep, you got it, 65. Be fruitful and multiply. I mean, what else What else can you do during certain times? Like, I'm, I am sure that Rihanna and ASAP, along with a lot of folks during COVID, like when we were really quarantining, for lack of better words, as adults, what else was there to do? Tommy's like really thinking, well, I can tell you right now, I ain't had no babies during COVID, and I ain't going to have no more babies. I'm done. Put a fork in me, okay? But it was just interesting, and I, I really appreciate the comment regarding Rihanna's decision to use the Super Bowl halftime performance, which is the largest, and this is a fact, it is the largest platform for any artist to utilize as far as elevating their brand. And if you think about it, 
they don't get paid a dime. They actually use their own money to fund the production. So whatever, whomever you regard as the best Super Bowl performer, they paid for it. And there's only one. Are you ready for this fun fact? Actually, you know what? Because I love y'all tuning in. I love the comments. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to share with you. There is one artist. Actually, let me see if y'all can guess. Don't Google. Just just guess. Come on, y'all. Be fair. There is one artist and only one that in the history of the Super Bowl's halftime performance that has been compensated for performing. Just think about it. Think about out of all the performing artists that you've witnessed on the Super Bowl, or even that you think that are goats, greatest of all time, there's only one that has been paid or compensated for their performance. WTMJ Nights, we'll be back. Nights. Well, there you have it. This was my guess. And, oh, this is your guess. That's why I played it. Okay. Well, on the old National Bank truth, excuse me, I keep saying the truth because you know I work on the truth and WTM J Knights. Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. We've had some guesses. We had Prince and we had Michael Jackson. The question before we broke, or we went to break, this is what happens when you consume too much bad news. The question before we broke to, went to break was who was the only performing artist during the Super Bowl halftime show that God paid? Because no other Super Bowl halftime performing artist gets compensated. Drum roll. You got it. Michael Jackson. We had some people guess Prince. We had some people guess Michael Jackson. But yes, it was Michael Jackson. He was the only artist that was offered compensation. And going back to Rihanna... I mean, I think from my understanding, and you may need to fact check me, WTMJ Night listeners, Beyonce spent over $600,000 on the production of her halftime performance. And that was also the year that <laughs> the New Orleans uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium power went out. And of course, you know, people were joking. Oh, it was because of Beyonce's lights. And we don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not an engineer. But I do know that artists pay. So what you saw Rihanna do, that came out of her pocket. But she's a billionaire, so I don't think that she even flinched based on the production of the halftime show. Um, Another comment was, and this was a challenge to what I was saying, is how far in advance is the Super Bowl halftime show planned? I don't think that she was using this as a platform to reveal her pregnancy. If you want to hyperfixate on her pregnancy over her performance, that's on you. But honestly, it's kind of a weird take. That's fair. That's a fair comment, observation. And again, I, I love Rihanna. I think she's an incredible performing artist. I'm actually a fan to where if and when she tours again, I will be one of the first people in line to purchase a ticket. I'm not hyper fixated on her pregnancy. Okay, let me be clear. I think it's it's beautiful that Rihanna at the age of 35 is embracing her femininity, is embracing her ability to have babies, expand a family, build a family while being a billionaire. She she is one of a kind. I love the fact that she is winning. Here's the thing. 
I'm not fixated on her pregnancy. I'm fixated on the fact that her performance, after much anticipation, was for me disappointing. Now, when I realized that she was pregnant, I, I kind of, you know, gave her, for lack of better words, a pass as a fan. I'm I'm separated. I need I need y'all to understand that I'm not fixated on her pregnancy. Congratulations. Have 20 babies. Between you and ASAP Rocky, at least 40% of those babies are going to be geniuses, at least. Keep going. I love it. We're talking about Super Bowl halftime performance, okay? And I was anticipating. It's not like we see Rihanna every day. I was merely anticipating an incredible performance. And I feel, this is me, this is my editorial, I feel that she used that platform to reveal her pregnancy and basically let her fans and others know, you ain't getting no more music. I'm over it. You are not, because everybody kept saying, ooh, is Brianna going to drop an album after her performance? Which most artists strategically do. They will announce a world tour. When you think about it, Bruno Mars, World tour after Super Bowl, Justin Timberlake, world tour after Super Bowl, the list goes on and on. So it's, it's a very strategic way to promote yourself. That's why you don't get paid. Rihanna, to me, was like, this is me telling you, I'm going to give y'all these 15 minutes, and then I'm going to go home, prop my feet up, and get a foot rub by ASAP, and get ready for baby number two. That's how I feel. So again, I'm not fixated on her pregnancy. I'm fixated on the fact that she revealed her pregnancy during the Super Bowl performance. And I was really, really looking forward to either A, some new music, B, just having a reunion of dope Rihanna. Because there's a lot of people that know Rihanna, but have not truly witnessed her performing live. And let me tell you, I've seen her perform live several times. She is an incredible, an incredible performing artist. So WTMJ Nights, we're going to continue having the good news segment this evening. Thank you all so much for tuning in, listening, and sending all the love. There's also, we were talking about, like, what's the shortest interval (laughs) between birth? Like, what's, based on the Guinness Book of World Records, because Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, they are not wasting time. Like, for real. That's obvious. So I'm curious, and when we go to break, I'm going to look up, from the Guinness Book of World Records, what is the shortest interval between birth of one child and another? There's got to be a record. I think ASAP Rocky and Rihanna probably should qualify because that was super, super ASAP. I love you, Come on, Tommy. You know that's fun. But, oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> WTMJ Nights. This is your guest host, DT, the Effective Communication Coach. We're going to have a good news segment coming up in our second hour. The old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Whether you're driving home, at home, at work, Thank you for listening. We're going to continue to make this last hour of the show entertaining for you. We'll be back. TMJ News Times 707. This is WTMJ Nights. And now, here's Denise Thomas. Good evening. Good evening. Hope you are having a great week. It is Wednesday, it is hump day as we are transitioning into the latter part of the week. Thank you so much for making the time to tune in tonight. The old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. We've been talking about Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance. And, you know, 
artists have their liberty to choose how they want to use this platform. Now, one of the text messages I received during the break, and before I read this text, I just want to emphasize again, did I not ask y'all to be loving and kind? Today is a show of love, kindness, good news, but there's always those few. But you know, as a good human that I am, as a responsible broadcasting journalist, I welcome anyone who disagrees. But I hope one day that we can become a society where if you want to clarify, if you want to correct, if you want to disagree, you do it in a healthy way. It is not easy being someone that is in the public. And when people send me these very passive aggressive or just basically things that you would not say to me if you saw me in person, it's a bit disappointing. And I'm going to ask those, and I'm going to read these text messages. I'm going to ask that as I read what you sent me, think about it if you were on the receiving end of this message or if someone was saying this about you or one of your loved ones. I want you to hear some of the text messages that I get. And I know, again, as a radio talk show host, it's the nature of the beast. But I actually did specify that today's show was about what, y'all? Love, good news, positivity. One of the text messages I received, because we were talking about that performing artists do not get paid. This person says they got paid, they get paid from the union per pay scale. The NFL picks up the rest of the tab. Do your homework. Now, you could have just said what you said. You didn't have to say do your homework. That wasn't loving. But I guess if you want to go there, let's go there. Now, let me ask you this. And when I say the artists do not get paid, keep in mind that artists that perform during the Super Bowl halftime make a lot of money. Okay? The union that you're referencing pays them a minimal fee. Let me just break it down. And this came from whoever sent that text message. This is from the NFL vice president of communications, Brian McCarthy. Okay. The league does not pay halftime performers an appearance fee, but the artists are indeed paid a union scale. When I say artists don't get performed, let me put it to you in this perspective. If I'm Rihanna, and I am a Forbes certified billionaire with a B. And the union pays me $1,000 a day. What do you think that means in terms of getting paid? Seriously, I'm a billionaire with a B, Tommy. And in the union that this person is telling me to do my home, like I feel like I'm wasting Rihanna's time even having this conversation. If I'm a billionaire with a B, and the union technically is going to say, I'm going to pay you based on the agreement upon the the union scale, which for Jennifer Lopez and Shakira's halftime performance, and this is facts. I'm reading this from the NFL commissioner. Guess what they got paid a day during their Super Bowl halftime pre-planning production and actual performance? Just, Just guess, Tommy, since this person wants to claim they get paid. Now, remember... They're, they make a lot of money. They're beyond millions. What do you think the union paid them a day? Well, now, now I'm swayed to the thousand number and thinking low. I, I'll say I'll say five thousand dollars a day. That wasn't even that, Tommy. 
So this person who asked me to do my homework, I'm wasting time for all these rich people. They get paid by the union $1,000 or they got paid $1,000 a day. Now, I will just say this to you as someone who loves what I do for a living. I have had clients reach out to me, Tommy, and say, hey, we don't have a, we don't have a big budget. This is what we've allocated. But because of what I love to do, at times, because I already have a predetermined, let's just say for lack of better words, philanthropic budget, where I'll, I'll either do it for a heavily discounted rate or nothing at all based on the organization, their mission, who they serve, et cetera. So just like any other performing artist, they're looking at short game versus long game. Most of the time, if not all the time, I may not get paid by the NFL, and let's just entertain this person's text, $1,000 a day, and I make millions of dollars a day. I'm looking at the long game of my record sales, my followers, all of that is going to go up in the three-digit percentage. So, for example, when The weekend performed the halftime performance in 2021, he reportedly dropped $7 million of his own money for the performance because this was during COVID. So there was nobody. So he knew that it's going to be, he had a little bit more flexibility in terms of the production because it actually was, you know, filmed in a, in a stage broadcasted live. Forbes estimates the show could have cost as much as 20 million. Now it was an investment for him because after he performed his, he went on tour just like most artists do and ticket sales went up 131%. Now, to the text or to the listener who said, Denise, do your homework, brother, sister, whoever you are, do yours. Because I can guarantee you that if I'm a millionaire and a union agreement says we're going to pay you $1,000 a day, that's not getting paid. That's more like checking a box. Thank you so much for listening. That's not getting paid. That's, that's really not. And the artist, you know, I'm, as a matter of fact, I can't even imagine them saying, hey, 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 wait a minute. Before I go to perform, where's my thousand, <laughs> $1,000 paycheck? So, anywho, thank you so much, Doug, for the love. Doug just said good show. Appreciate the kind and loving words. Um, also, we were talking about with regards to Rihanna because she and ASAP Rocky are pregnant again. When we come back from the break, Tommy and I have been doing some research on, from a Guinness Book, World, Guinness Book of World Records standpoint, what is the shortest interval between births? When I tell y'all, you're going to be so floored when you hear this world record. WTMJ Knights, I'm your guest host, Denise Thomas. Let me know what you think. The old National Bank Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. When we come back, we're going to learn more about who holds the world's record of shortest interval between births, childbirths. We'll be back. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and Winnie. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things. It is WTMJ Nights. I am your guest host, Denise Thomas. I am so thrilled to be here tonight. And thank, to, thank you to each of our listeners this evening. Hope you're having a great week. I sincerely really do truly hope that you are having a great week because this thing called life, we only get one. Protect your peace. Make as much joy and happiness that you can. And tonight's show, we've decided to just keep it fun and entertaining because you deserve that. I know yesterday for many of those that celebrated Valentine's Day, probably woke up this morning with a new fulfilled 
perspective on love and appreciation for your family, your significant others. And, and I, and I love that me being single on the other hand, I just spent time loving and appreciating myself and that's okay. Cause I don't do Valentine's day. Okay. That's just to me an underscore that I'm single. <laughs> no, I don't want to go out with the gals. That's just me. I get it if you did, but the last thing I want to do is be reminded that at my age, I'm a dollar bill. That would be single. Tommy, I know you did some research because we were talking about Rihanna. Two, two things we were talking about. How she obviously used and chose to use the huge 100 million viewership of the Super Bowl halftime performance to reveal her pregnancy, along with, man, that was quick, her and her boyfriend, ASAP Rocky, also have a nine-month-old. So for her to be pregnant again, that was quick. So the listeners and I, we've decided to do some fact-checking. Tommy, what did you come up with? What is the world record for shortest interval between childbirths? I got to hear this. Yes. So I have a couple of different things here. This is coming straight from the Guinness Book of Records, uh, Guinness Book of World Records website. Now, if we're cheating a little bit, the interval between twins right here, there's a twin interval that's the longest interval between births of twins. Got it. Uh, they are fraternal, of course, because I don't think it would be possible any other way for it. 90 days. 90 days they were fraternal oh, twins. Oh, gotcha. That's the longest interval that's between. That's the longest for okay. twins. So that's that seems like that's cheating, though. Wait a minute. Though. So hold on. Are you saying that this lady had one of the twins and then three months later had the other twin. Yes, exactly. That's, that's crazy. That is exactly how that happened. How did so? Or do you stay hospital? You have to. You have to. It's not like okay, we'll be back. We're gonna load up, pack up, come back when the other one's ready to come out. Uh, so it looks like that one of the babies was premature, obviously, okay. but then the doctors stopped her contractions in order for uh, her to carry the other child ah, for as long it. as possible. So okay. that, but like I said, I think that's cheating a little bit. So to go you- into the record of. The the closest thing I could find to this is the most prolific mother. This is uh this is what the record is called. And I don't speak Russian very well, so I will try to not butcher this name. But it looks like it's Fyodor Vasayev. All right, that's my best guess as at it. Uh she was pregnant twenty seven times in her uh years and gave birth to sixty nine children in that uh, stretch of 27 years, which is 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. I would assume, uh, even in 27 years, those are all pretty close to back to back. Oh, no, no doubt. <laughs> there's like, not a lot of time in between I'm, there. I'm not a mathematician, but that clearly uh, breaks traditional terms of natural childbirth. Look, I'm all about, again, being fruitful and multiplying. I'm all about whatever you decide to do in terms of having a family, making a family. I just, I'm, I'm literally curious as to how that happens. Cause I know I, like I said, I have two kids. My first was cesarean. My second was natural childbirth. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Tommy, after that experience, I was not trying to go through that for a long time. So anywho, let me just check the, the text line again. Um, all right. I just want to say, Rihanna. Oh, this is this is see, this is positive. I'll read this because I'm telling you all right now. The listeners that are texting negative stuff, you're getting nothing from me tonight. 
Okay, I'm human too. You're getting nothing from me. And your judgment, it means absolutely nothing for me because guess what? You're not perfect. Please look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I perfect? This is, this is healthy listening today, y'all. I'm not entertaining negative stuff. All right, let's see. I just want to say Rihanna is always gorgeous. Pow- oh, I love this message. Yes. Power to working moms and moms who work pregnant. And thank you, Rihanna, for employing all of those dancers, most of which were people of color. I'm proud of her for using a lot of money spent to employ other humans. I'm not a huge fan, but the respect I have is enormous. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, that is a great message. And I'm so glad that you took the time to not only listen to present to send that message. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's healthy. That's what I'm talking about. Appreciate that because you know what? And thank you for reminding me that because the artists pay for their production, they are employing people. They are breaking grounds in terms of what pregnant women should and shouldn't do in terms of the traditional mindset. So thank you for that awareness. That was a healthy text, and I greatly appreciate it. This is WTMJ Nights. Share your thoughts. Share your questions. You can also call in as well. The Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. And just know, for those that are texting me with negativity, if you can't see it, hopefully you can hear it. Guess what I'm doing, Tommy? Let them know what I'm doing right now. She's smiling right back at you. You better believe it. We'll be back. This is WTMJ Nights. You just fade away. Don't you know When you deal with them naysayers, what you tell them? Let them know, Elton. Yes! It's Feel Good Wednesday, y'all. I'm not playing. We got one life to live. Protect your peace. Protect your peace. This is WTMJ Nights. Your guest host, Denise Thomas. Thank you for all of the love that you are pouring into me on the old National Bank talking text line. Good people, I hope you understand how important you are. Good people, Even though you may not hear it enough, let me say this from my mouth to your ears. Thank you. Good people that wake up in the morning with the intention of bringing joy to people's lives. Just being good people. Because we, for some reason, we get caught up and consumed with all this negativity and we're questioning our own integrity, our own character. I'm here to remind you that are good. And the majority of us are. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you do and thank you for tuning in and thank you for sending all of the love. I so appreciate it. So appreciate it. And I'm going to return what you poured into me by making sure that I demonstrate positivity and love, even when I disagree, because I'm, I'm starting to get concerned about this. What is it called, Tommy? The cancel culture. So if someone says something that a, a group or a mass network disagrees with and it's all about now I'm going to cancel you. Yeah, I believe so. Man, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I promise y'all do not let the naysayers or the negative people consume you to the point where you even entertain or believe them. Good people 
keep being good. You know, misery loves company. But like Elton John said, I'm still standing. And all the listeners out there, the good ones, you know who you are. That's the majority of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. You are appreciated. Don't quit being good. Do not let the naysayers deter you from being the good person that you are. I love you. I love you with every bone in my body. I don't have to know you to love you, but I do want the naysayers to know here with me, you don't even waste your time. You might as well just turn the channel or listen or watch something else because the naysayers, the negative comments, honey, I've been on this earth for a long time. That does not bother me at all. It really, really doesn't. You know what I'm saying? All right. We've got some really, really, hopefully, <laughs> please, please, Adam, tell me you got some some great news. Like, no? Like tomorrow's going to be 80 degrees. Uh, I can't do that for you. I don't know if you heard, but uh, there's a winter storm that's kind of in our uh, sights for the next 24 hours. I did. I was trying to ignore it. But here we go, y'all. From the WTMJ Breaking News Center, here we have Adam Robert. But you got to keep your head up. Good news Wednesday on WTMJ Nights. I'm your guest host, DT. That's what my friends call me, so feel free to call me that. Unless you are a hater, then you don't get to call me anything but your royal majesty. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. The Old National Bank talk and text line is 855 616 one six two zero. We've had such a great show tonight. Again, appreciate all of everyone who's listening and sending in their perspectives. Always appreciate you making the time to listen to the show. And for those that are driving right now, as we get ready for, is it? So let, let me just ask this before I finish the statement. In Wisconsin, is five to six inches? Is that really a a snowstorm? I mean, come on, we've got trucks salt we've got an infrastructure because i co-reside in another region of the country and let me tell y'all whenever there's one snowflake that hits the ground the entire state shuts down yeah i don't want to sound like old man screams at cloud but they've already been canceling schools and whatnot for the four to six inches and i know for sure that back when i went to school they'd it would have to be double that for them to cancel That's what school I thought. yes so I'm just curious as to what changed because, you know, Wisconsin nights, we're, when it comes to the winter, we're soldiers. Like, you got to bring it for us to, you know, not leave our home. Like, it's got to be where I'm opening the door. Oh, I can't open the door. There's like 10 feet of snow, 10 foot of snow, 10 feet <laughs> worth of snow. Y'all gonna get it together tonight. I'm telling you, my anxiety, I'm human, has just went up probably about 120%. That's a real numerical value. With the combination of the negative news, some personal incidents that I've experienced this week, and as a human being, I just got to remind us, man, protect your peace. And this show has been very helpful in doing that. But yeah, I just, I didn't think that five to six inches qualified as a winter storm. The Old National Bank Tonkin text line is 855-616-1620. What do you consider... A snowstorm. Is it what we're hearing for tomorrow? Are you planning on staying home? What point do you get to where you're like, I'm not leaving the house. 
I, I'm just curious because for me, that's one of the many reasons why I love living in Wisconsin during the winter months is because I know that my pro- productivity rate more than likely won't be negatively impacted due to five to six inches. Michelle, you are on WTMJ Nights. Hey, how you doing? Thanks so much for calling. You, I want, you're welcome. I wanted to give you some love because oh. I love listening to you. You're a little spitfire. And then when Dr. Harris is on, you're hysterical together because you're like, go, go, go. And he's like the Zen master, you know. <laughs> and the two of you are so enjoyable to listen to. And I want you to know, I watched that whole Super Bowl with my mom, who was in, unfortunately in Freighter's Hospital during that time. And I came and I said, Mom, we're going to make a little treat, a little spread here. She's 96. Oh, I love and it. And she fell. And, um, and she thought Rihanna was the best thing since sliced bread. And she's an old white lady, so there <laughs> you go. You know, she, she thought that, oh, my gosh, how can they do it? She won't fall, will she? I love it. And I'm it. like, no, Mom, they're professionals. And it was something the whole family could watch. And it was all her hits. And it was easy to follow, and the choreography was amazing. And everyone will complain about every Super Bowl. I would never, if I was a star, and I am not, and I cannot dance, um, I would not want to ever be on. They do that for free, and people just complain. This is, you know what? First of all, Michelle, I got three things for you. Number one, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for not only listening, but for taking the time, making the time to call in and share such kind words. Number two... I completely agree with the fact that Rihanna, she she put on a good performance. I selfishly, as a Rihanna fan, wasn't, of course, expecting her to reveal her pregnancy, was anticipating a much more animated performance. But yes, the dancers that she hired did a great job. And most importantly, number three, Michelle, please give your mother all my love and tell her that I love her too. Oh, you know what? How kind. How yes. kind that I started out with that and that you remembered that, Denise. Of course. You Please tell your mother I said I love her and thank and thank you both for being the great humans that we are. We need way more people like you than those that get the attention. So again, Michelle, and guess what? I probably I don't know if I should say this because that's like kind of giving too much information, but I'll go ahead and say it because I know you're a good person, Michelle. That's my middle name. Oh. Michelle. Come on, Michelle, sing it with me. Yes. Get it. Very glad that my father was strong. So there you go. I love you, Michelle. Thank you so much. Keep listening. And thank you so much for making my night. Love you so much. Bye, Mom. Love you, too. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is WTMJ Nights, your guest host, DT. We're wrapping up this segment. I don't want to leave. I could be here till midnight. But when we come back, we're going to talk about, since it's the day after Valentine's Day, whether you're in a relationship, considering exiting a relationship, or entering a new relationship, you're going to want to hear what we talk about when we get back. WTMJ Nights, DT, stay tuned. Nights. Yesterday, many of us recognized celebrated valentine's day yes it is a commercial holiday in the sense that it's it's a my my friends call it a car made a card made holiday i did not celebrate yesterday but i well let me take that back 
my daughter is so sweet. She sent me a gift card, an electronic gift card. And I did send both my son and daughter gifts. Actually, for those that don't know, I'm a grandmother. I am a grandmother of a five-year-old English bulldog. My son just adopted a rescue dog. His name is Ernie, and I am madly in love. I am that grandma where I have already spoiled him, which he deserves. I visit him frequently. I'm actually going to head over there as soon as this broadcast, this segment is over. Tommy's cracking up laughing at me. But he's a five-year-old English bulldog and the love of my life. And yes, I bought him a Valentine's Day gift yesterday. If you have not heard of Furbo and you own a pet, trust and believe you want to invest in Furbo. I'm not going to get into too much of that. I'll save that for the next time that I'm here. But in the meantime, check out Verbo. Furbo. It's F-U-R-B-O. And it is amazing for pet owners. And that's what I got my grand dog. And it's so funny because when he sees me, he actually, like, I've never been a grandmother before. So it's kind of like, you know, with my grand dog, he gets excited. He knows, oh, I'm about to get some VIP treatment because grandma is here. So for those that didn't know, I am announcing on the air that I am a grandmother of a five-year-old, beautiful, beautiful English bulldog. His name is Ernest. We call him either Ern or Ernie. And if you're listening, Ern, I love you. Grandma loves you. Okay. All right. Let me stop. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. This was very nice. Someone said, DT, can you please become a regular WTMJ Nights host? You have such great energy, personality, and bring something that doesn't exist on any other segment. Oh, my goodness. It would be incredible to have you all the time. You never know. I can't say anything. I'm going to be mute, but let me tell you right now, your text just made me smile from cheek to cheek. And thank you so much for those inspiring and encouraging words. I love you. I love you. I love you back. And I, I will say this. Who knows whether or not I'm going to get my own show? Who knows? We'll see. But in the meantime, I will be guest hosting WTMJ Nights. That I could tell you for sure. Tommy, is that a fact? Can I get a cosign? Uh, yes, you will be. All right. I just want to make sure. So, oh, thank you, sir. Text a lot. Yes, Ernie, that's my baby. Now, before we went on the break, I'm a woman of my word. Either whether you are entering, exiting, or in a relationship, we all at some point in our lives want to feel connected to another human being. And most of us, if not already, have been either married or been in committed relationships. And part of our good news broadcast today is I want to share with you eight toxic phrases that if you use these, your relationship is in trouble because it's good news. Wednesday, I'm going to also share with you what you can replace those toxic phrases with, whether you're on the receiving end or the sending end. So before we take our last break, here are the top eight toxic phrases. And just so you know, this comes from a Harvard-trained psychologist. Okay, so a Harvard-trained psychologist published this article, Dr. Courtney Warren, I like to give people credit where credit's due. If you use or hear this phrase, your relationship's in trouble, number one, you don't deserve me. If you have told someone or heard from somebody, you don't deserve me, basically what that is mean, that, that insinuates is that 
I'm better than you. You are lucky to have me. You are less than me. And that's just not healthy. So think of saying this versus saying you don't deserve me. I'm struggling to see us as partners right now. Or I'm viewing you as less valuable than me and I need to work on it. State how you feel in a calm and honest way. Okay, that's, that's the first one. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go through the remaining seven. But that, that's the big one. And I know I've said it and I know I've heard it. You don't, you don't deserve me. If it weren't for me. Yeah, we can't. We got to stop doing that. All right. So we come back from the break. We're going to do the remaining seven toxic phrases that can destroy a relationship. And we'll also communicate what you can replace, whether you're in on one, thinking of breaking up, or thinking about starting a relationship, what you can use to be healthy in terms of your narrative. We'll be back. Jay Knights. I'm so glad to know you. Won't be here with I'm so glad to know each of you, the valuable, significant, dedicated listeners of WTMJ Nights. It has been my absolute pleasure being your guest host this evening. And Jeff from Fox Point, thank you so much on the doggy well wishes. I am so honored and, and just blessed to be a doggy grandmother. Ernie brings me so much joy. He doesn't even realize it. I think dogs do, though. I think dogs do know that they bring so much joy and the fact that he's a rescue dog and has just adapted to his new family, me and my son, so well. It's just been a blessing. Now, before we close out, I've got to finish. Before we went to break, we were talking about eight toxic phrases that can slowly but surely destroy any relationship that you're in, whether it's romantic, platonic. Again, this is Good News Wednesday. We want to learn and gain new ways to demonstrate and show love, especially towards those who we are committed to. Toxic phrase number two, stop asking me if I'm okay. Everything is fine when you know it isn't. That's very passive aggressive. And I don't know about y'all, but passive aggressive behavior, that drives me absolutely insane. So when you're that upset where you're screaming and yelling and saying, I'm fine, there's something wrong with me when there really is, think about saying instead, I'm really upset And I'm not ready to talk about it yet. But as soon as I'm at a point where I can have a healthy conversation with you, I will. That's that's the healthy way to do it. Number three. Ooh, this is really toxic. You're pathetic. Anytime we call someone a name that simplifies that person, it's just it's you're heading down the wrong path. What to say instead? I don't like how you handle that situation. Express what you didn't like and why it bothered you, how it made you feel. Number four, this is a big one, and this is definitely something we need to remove from our narrative. I hate you. Language that reflects how you feel in a heated and emotional moment should not be representative of how you feel when you look at the big picture. Because there's always those situations where we say things and then we reflect and replay it. We're like, man, I wish I never said that. For some of y'all that are come from the same generation as me, I grew up hearing sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Words definitely matter and they definitely can hurt. So again, think about saying something to where your partner, even in the midst of a heated emotional disagreement or moment, that you don't cause your partner to think, do they really love me? Because they, they've been saying I hate you for, for a while now. 
All you have to say is, you know what? It's hard for me to be around you right now. Take a minute to calm down. And I'm a tourist, so trust me. I know what it's like when you, when, woo, them horns come out. But just make sure you're not saying something that you're going to have to apologize for that you know is not true. Number five, this is a big one. You're a bad parent. That is not cool because it undermines the trust by taking someone's weakness and using it to make yourself look like a better person. If you're struggling with your partner's way of disciplining the child that you have together, for example, you know, if someone says you spoil him too much or it's because your mother spoils you too, all these things that make you feel like you're doing the wrong thing, ask your partner to consider that this situation is triggering issues from your past that I was not a part of. How can we in this relationship work through them together respectfully and really acknowledge our areas of sensitivity. Number six, I've said this before. I've been on the receiving end and it is totally toxic. You're being crazy. You're delirious. That That's all in your head. What to say instead? I think your response to the situation is making it worse. Continue to express what you don't like about your partner's actions in a constructive and healthy way versus judging, criticizing. And, and for the most part, if you are not a clinical psychologist, you are in no position to tell somebody that they're crazy. <laughs> Number seven, you're so needy. Instead, I hear that you want my attention, but I'm feeling suffocated and I need more space. Number eight, I'm over this. Like when you say I'm leaving, I'm done, I want to break up, that creates instant insecurity and instability in the relationship. So what you can consider saying instead is, I'm really upset right now and I need to take a moment. Or we need to have a serious conversation about our relationship, but never, ever, ever threaten to leave when you do not mean it or do not have the intention to follow through. WTMJ Night listeners, thank you again for tuning in. I love you so very much. I hope that you have a great week Make it a great week. Do not give any of the naysayers or the haters any energy. Just look them in the eye and say, thank you. I love you. And I'm still standing. Have a great week. I hope to hear from you very soon. In the meantime, always feel free to check me out on Instagram. My Instagram handle is realcomcoach. That's R-E-A-L-C-O-M-M. Coach, give me the love. Let me know what I could do differently, better. I am a work in progress, but I only respond to love. I love y'all. Have a great week.